Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season 5 of Pero Let Me Tell You. a good vacation when you come off echo like leña that and none of your clothes fit <laughs> oh that's good true. times were had that's true good times were had well, so welcome. welcome everybody to episode 213 yes yes we had a interesting week yes uh, we did on our ship we were on you know international waters that's always fun it is always fun how many miles do you have to be out to be international waters Okay, well, hold on, because, so, uh, 30? 12. No. 12? That's it? That's a lot. 12 miles? But isn't that what people run in, like, a half marathon or something? Yeah. Okay, well, that's doable. Did I tell you, though, you, you remember when I was trying to train for a marathon, right? Yes. <clears throat> I got runner's knee. I was going to say. And I, 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 you know, I started working with the athlete's, is it the athlete's foot? The, the, it's a very... Um, I forgot now the name of the store, and I wanted to give them a shout out <laughs> that it's by Sunset Place in South Miami. Um, mm-hmm. That they're like a local like runners uh, shoot like runner store, mm-hmm. and like they obviously you go there and they take your gait and everything to oh. get you so like you get the perfect you know running shoe, right? And they do trainings for marathon, and about I don't know. 10 years ago or something i'm like of course i want to run a marathon because why wouldn't i and um 
<clears throat> I started training for it, and I actually got pretty like every week we right. we would train for it. We do like one mile, and then two miles, and then you we did a thing that I remember we would run for three minutes and walk for a minute, like intervals like that okay. to build up to the twenty six miles. And at one day, a friend of ours was talking to me, and she's like, you know, and, and during that time I lived downtown. She's like, you do know that a marathon is like running from here to Fort Lauderdale, and I'm like. <gasps> When she put it that way, I was like, <laughs> "That's context." I'm like, "Oh that my god, context, it is. my friend." It's actually more, right? From downtown to Fort Lauderdale, yeah. It's like, I was like, "I'm not sure I want to do that." Like, See, I'm at a place. I'm at a point now where I, I, I stop every once in a while. And I think, you know, maybe I'll do a marathon or a half marathon. I don't want to do a marathon, but just to say I did it, you know, like, okay, I'm in decent shape now. I could feasibly you know yeah but that's different no 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 no. but i'm saying i'm in decent shape so i can translate that if i train for it you know what i mean like i'm not starting from scratch no the endurance to run a marathon even if you're in good shape is different it's different because the the times that i've been in great shape like you know the endurance i mean it's it's a very specific amount of endurance one of the things that i loved from living downtown i can only do two miles from when i lived because i lived Directly across the arena yeah. from the arena, uh, formerly the AAA, um, and the start line to the Miami Marathon is literally it was like literally yeah. in front of the building. Yeah. So it was great because like from the balcony I could see I could, it was right there. Yeah. You know, even though I was so high up, um, the marathon like people would, like it would start. I don't know at six a.m. People, six, no, six is late. It, it, and it, it, it would start six at nighttime. Because Jose's friend does the marathon every year. And he's out there at like 4 a.m. Oh, well, no, no, no. People will start getting there like at 4 a.m. Yeah. And like, tu veía que a las 5 de la mañana habían como 100,000 gente. And, 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 and downtown Miami. And I'm like, oh my God, why are people sleeping? And I'm like, but then again, why am I up watching you people run? <laughs> yeah, at least they're there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just there for four. You're spectator. So, enough You're spectating. So. So yeah, you know, um, the Caribbean. The Caribbean. Yeah. En el mar, la vida es más sabrosa. Do you remember the jingle for NCL in... Uh, no. I don't remember any the NCL The NCL jingle in the early 90s in Spanish was, En el mar, la vida es más sabrosa. Con un crucero de NCL, disfrútala. That doesn't rhyme. En un crucero de NCL, disfrútala. La vida. Yeah, I know, but I just no. I like. Am I, I like, the only one that remembers these jingles? Well, I remember English jingles. Stanley Steamer. We're tough on dirt, gentle on carpet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a, a great vacation. Yes, it was well deserved. Yes, it, a lot was eaten. And the, <laughs> a lot was eaten. A lot was drank. You know what? I wonder how much, how many calories you eat when you're like on a cruise. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. There's no need. There's no reason. Because on a cruise to go me poco men. Like I said, there's no reason. I don't need to know. It's like I really need to have this Asian stir fry, even I, though I, I, I... Two in the morning. No, or even <laughs> if I ate something 45 minutes ago. I don't need to know. I don't want to right. know. I need to have... I, I prefer to just never have that information. lemon meringue pie. I got very cool. Obviously, we like cruises. We do, because we're fatties. And we know, and we live in cruise <laughs> capital of the U.S. This is oh, also I'm sorry, true. cruise capital of the world. This is also true, right? You know, there are a lot of and people... you, my friend, are the king of of you know ocean liners. I was gonna say I'm the king of cruising. Well, <laughs> that comes, that out, comes wrong. out way wrong. <laughs> That's uh, no, not not how it came out. Um, 
No, no, not that way. Not that uh, not, way. Not kids. the king of pain, the king of curse. No, neither of those. No, no. Well, I was yes. going to say king of cruise lines. Right. I am a a um, a um, ocean a... liner aficionado, which oh, okay. actually a lot of people. It's 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 actually a very popular thing. Oh, really? People that are into the history of ocean liners, there's conventions. Conventions? Conventions, yes, because the thing is that these ocean liners like the Normandy, the Mauritania, the Aquitania, like these are like legendary ocean liners, the Olympic. A lot of these ships, when they were scrapped, they, before they were scrapped, they were mothballed. So, they would sell, like, the furniture and the... Oh, okay, the, okay. They would sell the, it, the, the sell plates, everything. They would sell everything in the thing. So, that's become collectible throughout the years. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Right. If you go to YouTube and mm-hmm. you look up ocean liners, there's a thousand documentaries on ocean liners. And there's okay. only one ocean liner left in the world today. Which is? The Queen Mary 2. Oh. Quick question to you and our listeners. Oh. What's the difference between an ocean liner and a cruise ship? And there is a difference. They're not the same thing. Does it have to do with the size? Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. Because, for example, the Queen Mary 2, which is the only active ocean liner at the time mm-hmm. when she was built in 2002. This is the learn this section. This is definitely the learn section. The, you know, sometimes we have fun and sometimes we learn. So <laughs> listeners, hey, while, you drive, be fun. While, while you drive, you're going to learn about ocean liners. And Whether Titanic, you like it or not. Titanic was not the ocean, only ocean liner. No. Um, <clears throat> does it have to do with size? Yes and no. So the Queen Mary 2 was the biggest ship in the world when she was built in 2002. Yeah. And generally, ocean liners are very big. But today, the biggest ship in the world is the Oasis class of Royal Caribbean. They're gargantuan. Yeah. Uh, which I think of, in, with even within the Oasis class, the biggest one is the Wonder of the Seas. I, I Yes, I know all of this. He's not looking this up, guys. <laughs> right. Um, and... Even the Wonder of the Seas is not an ocean liner. It's a cruise ship. So what's the difference? And it's much bigger than the Queen Mary 2. I'm trying to think of all the things that it could be. And it probably has to do something stupid. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm like, like it's probably something just They look the same, but they're not. Okay, so... I have no... I have genuinely no clue. Remember that ocean liners... Right, were created for transportation. Right, the 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 dawn of the ocean liners were transatlantic crossings prior to the commercialization of air of airplanes. Right, where you yeah, that's what everybody talks like. Right, Um, so from the late 1800s to up to up to the 1950s, the way you got to the other side of the world was was on an ocean liner. So the main purpose of an ocean liner is transportation. As such, the way that they are built is completely different. The hull is taller. Okay. The, everything is taller. Like the superstructure is taller. Um, The front, the bow is much angular because the thing is that it's crossing the North Atlantic. So it has to be able to take severe weather much much more differently than a cruise ship cruise ships generally cruise the caribbean the mediterranean well they also they they avoid the weather too they avoid the weather some cruise ships do do transatlantic crossings or world cruises or repositioning cruises but that's like a one-off thing see once a year like once or twice a year they're not yeah yeah. it's not what they do it's not what they do right um and the way they're laid out internally is completely different Ocean uh, cruises generally have a promenade deck, 
where all the entertainment is there mm-hmm. and then the cabins are usually under it and all the entertainment is on top of it. Um, in ocean liners, it's different. Generally, the dining rooms, the whatever bars and everything are in the bottom of the ship. Really? Because, yes, because the bottom of the ship moves less than the top. And remember, oh. the purpose is transportation. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. So they're built completely differently. Even the materials used are different. Um I could tell them apart because I'm a you because know, you're you because like for example even the Oasis class in Royal Caribbean the front of the ship the bow the angular yeah, part yeah. is very small whereas for example in an ocean liner well, this really is a learn section <laughs> um, like the Queen Mary the uh-huh. the front the bow of the ship is enormous because it has to spear through that North Atlantic. Um, so they're they're built very differently and laid huh. out ex- very very differently. Meet up, I yeah. I had That's no on idea. my bucket list, by the way. Uh, to do an, uh, to go on Cunard on the Queen Mary. The Queen Mary, yeah. And I specifically want to do high tea on it. It's like the well, high I mean, t- if you're gonna do it, well, because it's it, high tea on the Queen Mary or on a Cunard vessel, right. since Cunard. So Cunard, for those who who don't know, Cunard is it's owned by Carnival Corp. I wasn't gonna go that route. I'm telling you, it is Carnival. I know Corp. it is, but but I'm telling our listeners, right? But Cunard. Is the oldest cruise ship line, well, ship line in the world. And it's so important that to say it's owned by Carnival is. Hey, listen. It's not a shot at Carnival. Carnival paid my bills for five years. It's not a shot at Carnival, (laughs) but Carnival is a cruise line and it's a fun ships. And And Cunard is an ocean liner. Well, Cunard has this rich history of just ocean exploration. Like Samuel Cunard is from the 1850s, and oh wow! Like the all these great ships were of, of the Cunard line. Um, Think, wow, I'm really geeking out here. Things I did not learn while I worked. Um, but no, like that's since Cunard is a British brand, right? right. Um, going to, doing high tea and all that is like an experience. There. It's like what you do. It is what you do. You, you have high tea every day at four. Every day, it, every day at four. Well, it's transatlantic, oh, yeah, transatlantic every day true. at four uh, in the Queen's room. Oh, on the Queen Mary, too. That's in my bucket list to go on, on the Queen Mary on a transatlantic voyage and do the high tea. Yeah, it's not that expensive, it's doable. It is doable if you got a regular cabin, it's like three thousand dollars per person. Or no, something. and knowing you, you don't need the the, the fun cat, you know, the, the big whatever no. cabin because you're gonna spend all your time on there exploring and looking at everything. And so taking pictures. Right. I'm so, photographing that ship I'm, every inch of that ship. So actually they could just rent you like a chair this on the Lido deck. I have a one terabyte memory card right. in the camera. I mean because <laughs> otherwise you would never be able to Well okay listeners we're moving on from ocean miners. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I wanted to bring something up that I, I you know in the last couple of couple of weeks we brought up initially when Elon Musk was going to buy Twitter. Oh yeah, which now he didn't. And now he has pulled out of Twitter. And now Twitter says that they want to sue him for breach of contract. And we've also found out that he's like having babies left and right because he's worried about underpopulation or whatever. Like, I don't... ¿Qué le pasa a Elon Musk? Um... Do you think he ever even really intended to buy Twitter? I think Elon Musk is a bit of a troll. Do you think he ever intended to buy Twitter for real? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I I actually know he's not a little bit of a troll. He's a very very (laughs) big troll. troll. Uh, I think that's very on brand. I mean, the thing with Elon Musk is that Elon Musk now has become 
a household name. But Elon Musk has been pulling antics and shit like this for a very long time. Really? Oh, yeah. For a very long time. It's just that the more high profile he becomes, right. you know, the more it's like, and the more of a platform he, he, he has. Mm-hmm. Right? But he's been pulling shit like this for a long time. Regarding the Twitter deal. Because I was like, deal, get it. W- w- regarding the Twitter deal, um, I don't know. Because, look, he was buying Twitter allegedly. Right, right, right. Because, again, we don't know what his intentions were. We don't even know if this was a publicity stunt. That's right? what I'm saying. You know, he was saying that he wanted to protect free speech right. on Twitter because he was, he you know, he was upset that certain people have been banned it's on Twitter. Right. And it's just not that Trump was banned. A lot of people have actually yeah, been banned yeah, yeah. from Twitter. And he wanted to do it in the name of public... Uh, of. Um, Freedom of speech and, you know, public domain, blah, 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 all that. Um, But at the same time, while he was intending to buy Twitter, he was making very politically charged statements. Right. That generally somebody who is buying Twitter and is saying on the one hand that he's doing it for freedom of speech and to bring back, you know, all types of freedom for everyone on Twitter shouldn't be making those statements. I mean, you could say whatever you want, right, right, but right, you right. shouldn't be because right. you're allegedly doing this <laughs> for as the sort good. of a neutral kind of bar that like every there should be a platform for everybody to come right, and right, right, say right. whatever, but then you're making all these statements too. So I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, the thing with him and, and Twitter specifically is that he seemed like he got hung up on on their numbers in terms of how many fake profiles they have spam yeah. profiles yeah and that he said you know i think it was like they were saying it's five percent he's like no that's wrong and this and that and give me the reports and my question is you know i don't think anybody who's going to go and buy any social media platform goes into it with the expectation that every single account is a genuine person well but again like i think that's but, but even, i think but, that's like but even like, aside from that like come on Dealing 101, especially the the purchase of such a huge platform like Twitter, mm. these are conversations that you have in boardrooms. These are not conversations that you have on in Twitter, the public eye, right? right? right. And he was doing that, so right. that's why, like, I question his motives. I question if he really meant this. I question if this was a publicity stunt. Right. Because if you really want to buy Twitter, then you make a proposal to buy Twitter, right, right, right. which I believe he did. You entered to a purchase agreement, which right. I also believe he did. And you go into a boardroom and you make with the deal. your team of people and you negotiate. crank it out. Yeah. You negotiate and crank it out. You don't publicly start disclosing all this bullshit. Right. 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 You don't disclose the dealings that you're having publicly when you're doing anything. Right. So, I don't know. He... He's full of shit sometimes. Sometimes. But I will say, because of him, I started looking up underpopulation. I didn't realize that that was a real concern right now. Yeah, especially in the United States. And I did not know that Yeah, at all. But, but underpopulation in what? In, in certain countries or just in the earth in general? Uh, in general. In general, there there's the there has been a trend recently. Again, I did not know this. That people are like having less children or choosing not to have children. Like There's, there's a lot less um, just people in the world right. than... You, then sh- there should be if you if you do the math, or, or, right? Or, or. But I, I don't know too much in terms of the perils of of, of underpopulation. Uh, is the term is the term being used underpopulation? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And okay. he has kind the of the reason I say that is because the world population in the last hundred years has like more than doubled. Right. So, but what, but what they're saying is that it's just come to a slow. 
Right. It's it's slowing down, which but people are saying it as if like, oh, because that's a bad thing, because then that means that there's gonna be less people to, you know, do the jobs and this and that and da, 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 da. and I'm like, guys, as it is there aren't enough people to you know Well I mean as it is, there's too many people and taking the, up the, resources. The problem with, with overpopulation, I mean, we're, we don't that, have to get into a conversation of overpopulation because right, we're not experts on that. But the problem with overpopulation, at the end of the day, comes terms into it comes in it turns into speak, it. It is an issue of food, of food resources. Well, food and other resources. Well, but food I is mean, the biggest one because you need more food more land to and, but, but when you say more food you have to think about what it takes to get right right, right 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 because right. more food means you need more farmland you need more, more animals, livestock you need, right you need more processing more plants. crops you need more, more crops right. you need more this by a lot and there's only so much space on the earth right and then there's the the pollution of that right even not, not talking about anything else about like right, right right because when they when they look at issues with overpopulation that is the problem is how are you feeding all these people yeah no no, no I, i'm with you but it's just weird to me that it's become this thing of like you know there are actually people who are concerned about the underpopulation and i don't know maybe i'm ignorant but i actually think that's a good thing well i think it depends on the rate that it's going okay, but now. it's not like it's not like collectively everybody like, just stopped example, having kids. I know kids. here in the United States, they're saying that younger millennials and Gen Z um, are choosing not to have children. Right, right. Why is that? Well, there's a lot of economic factors for right. Number like, one, the, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm asking it as like <laughs> oh, you know, okay, uh, okay. Uh, rhetorical, hypothetical, like rhetorical. I mean, yeah. why is that? Is it economic factors? Is it you just don't want to have kids? Right. Is it social issues? Right. It, you know, it could be a million different right. things. Like, why is this happening? Because generally, that is something most people at some point aspired to. You know, um, and and obviously, there's a lot of social. Uh, social construct to that yeah, because you're sure. you're you're sort of raised to believe that you need to have children right right um i'm talking from a social aspect not from a biological one and that your life is not complete without children right right that's sort of what you are led to you're groomed yes <laughs> the term i was going to use the word indoctrinated but but believe, yours works too right and now this younger generation has sort of rejected that so you know, it's interesting to see, like, ask why. Like, why is this happening? Right. Um, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We know things can feel overwhelming from jobs to family to relationships, even finances. And despite the stigma from Hispanic families about airing our dirty laundry, we can all use someone to talk to during those moments of stress. Well, we're here to remind you that there's no shame in admitting that you need to speak with someone to work towards improving mental well-being. That's where BetterHelp comes in to, well, help. A customized online therapy provider, they offer therapy options on your time, whether it's via phone, video, text, or even live chat sessions with a therapist. BetterHelp's customized approach matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on what you're experiencing to help you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. 
Everyone deserves to be happy and BetterHelp has helped millions take their first step on that path. That's betterhelp.com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast episode. It's very, very, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just think it comes down to the fact that it's an economic play. Obviously, there should be a master class on a... There probably is. On population. Have you ever looked at any of those master class? No. So, okay, so let's talk about let's master, talk class. master class. So, I look at Not all... Not a paid sponsorship, kids. All of their trailers. And I actually was going to sign up for it this year because Mariah Carey... And I actually haven't. But... Are they expensive? Yeah, it's pretty expensive. It's like a hundred some dollars like for the subscription. Yeah, it's super. So expensive. once you subscribe, though, you can watch all of them. All of them. Okay. So okay. I thought it was per class. So some of them, I look at them and I'm kind of like, really? <laughs> Do you know who was one of the ones I want to watch the most? You told me Anna Wintour. No? Anna Wintour. And it's funny because I'm not. You're not, I'm not like a, a fashionista, fashion, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not. I mean, I appreciate Vogue for its history and for what it is, but I don't. Yeah, you're not I like a, you're not a devotee. Last time I even talk, picked up a Vogue magazine, right? But Anna Wintour is one of those people, you know, the editor in chief of Vogue that I find fascinating, and in what context? Because I find fascinating that she is so feared, but people marvel at her at the same time, and she's mysterious, but yet she's accessible in a way, mm-hmm. because she does interviews, so it's not like, well, no, you're talking about somebody who's like a reckless. She gives more interviews than Beyonce. Right. She gives, well, she does. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, yeah. Beyonce gives zero. Right. Right. She gives interviews, she has like the Met Gala, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's like the person behind the glasses, like... There's an air. Yes, it's... It, there's so many there's like a paradox of her there's so Mm -hmm. many different um like layers to her that i find fascinating what's her master class on leadership makes sense yeah that one and neil degrasse uh, oh well i mean you know that i watch that man and i'm kind of like i don't know anything (laughs) like (laughs) yeah i only know my phone number like (laughs) like he probably saw that nasa picture before any of us in in his head oh yeah (laughs) Like, in his mind, it existed. Oh, my God. Okay. Now that you said that. Did I get that picture? It made me cry a little bit. Okay. So, last week or the week before, yeah. two weeks at this point, uh, NASA released that picture from the James Webb Telescope. Yeah. And, um, you know, it took a picture of uh, of the galaxy. Well, not of the galaxy. Of many galaxies. <laughs> Beyond and the galaxy. I think that that was about 13 billion like, years ago. Yeah. And the day that that picture was released, my parents came to my house, and I was talking to my dad about it. Embracing, and <laughs> I love her. And I'm telling, I'm talking to my dad about him, and we're like, no, porque la foto es de 13 billones de años. Right. Like, Espérate. ¿Cómo es que eso tiene 13 billones de años? And I'm like, sí, eso tiene 13 billones de años. Eso es como era el universo hace 13 billones de años. She's like. Pero en ese tiempo no había cámara. <laughs> but she said it very like... Like, unironically. Yes. This like, was... This was right. En ese tiempo no había cámara. Like, very, like, affirmative. Like, 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 I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not... Right. And right. I'm like, mom. 
like, cuando tú ves el cielo a, ahora mismo, tú sales por la noche y tú ves el cielo y tú ves todas las estrellas. Eso es una... Eso es... Lo que tú estás viendo, it's light years it's, it's, away. It's the remnants. Right. Of, right, right de right. algo que pasó hace años de luz, se right, dice right, right, en right. español. Eso no es algo como que está pasando ahora. Es algo porque... I mean, yeah. not that I'm an expert in light but years it's, by but, any but, means. But uh, only Kylie is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not like you're watching... <laughs> Yeah. She saw that picture before all yes. of us, to her and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I was explaining her, mira, dos años de luz es cuando pasa algo y da luz, eh, da luz, viaja, I forgot, cuántas millas yeah, por yeah. segundo, por hora, o por año, y es el tiempo que demora para que tú lo puedas ver aquí yeah. en la Tierra. We're seeing the ghost uh, of like that star. Like a very rudimentary right. way, because I myself am right. nowhere near, like, not expert, like, um, comfortable like, right, talking right, right. about light years right, right. right i just know the very very basic what everybody knows but explaining that to her is so much fun pero que es un año de luz pero como eso hace 13 millones de años that was great that's great no 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 yo esas cosas no las entiendo no las entiendo but i mean but she understands that like no 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 but you, you know, know it's, to, it's, to her credit right. it, it, it is a lot because like And I think this, and I'm sure you think this, and I'm sure everybody out there thinks this. Or, or you know, there's moments that you think this. When people start, you know, when they say in, in science and astronomy mm -hmm. that the universe is never ending, like that, like, I, can't, I, I get can't, anxiety. I, like, I can't. I can't fathom it. Yeah, like, I, I'm like, what do you mean it's never ending? Like, it has to end. There's a there's a wall somewhere. Yeah, like, some, there, you have to get to the end. Like, there's a wall. <laughs> you have reached the end of the universe. Yes, yes you are here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I can't even fathom. What's those above? Things. What's beyond that? Wall? What's beyond that wall? I don't care. No, but I need a wall. <laughs> That's like when they tell me that two parallel lines are infinite. Like they will be parallel for like because two parallel oh, lines true, will yeah. never cross. That's right. And I'm like, what do you mean they will never cross? Like obviously I understand the concept, but I draw two parallel two parallel Parall lines, right. and I'm like, oh, you're never gonna cross. <laughs> you're gonna go. As far as the universe, Aww. which doesn't end. Which doesn't end, exactly. So. Right. I don't know. It goes into a black... The black hole. Yeah. Which probably just leads to another part of the universe. Which leads to another vortex. Yeah. Which you're in again. It's going to end up in a buffet somewhere. Ay, yeah. I, I want to get into a black hole now, then. Can you imagine? Like, I'll never forget that when I was in college, my last semester, I took fun stuff. Because I purposely... Didn't take any electives. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I purposely did not take any electives right. ever. So my last year, or say my last two semesters, can be all electives and fun stuff. Okay. That's when I took theater. Okay, that's, that's when right. I did all that. Remember, yeah. I took theater. So, so listeners, I took theater at FIU uh, my last two years. I took theater one and two. And I was actually very, very good. Um... I got to pat myself on the back. Um, I, I did very well. And my parents were very concerned. Of like, course. They were. They were. I remember that I tried out for the part of, in King Lear. Mm -hmm. If I was doing a production of King Lear. And I ultimately didn't go ahead with it because I was going on vacation. I remember we were going to Europe. And oh. I had to miss like a week of school or something like that. You just couldn't do it. And I, I couldn't do it. It just logistically. Didn't. And I remember when I told my parents that I was trying out for that. It's like if I told them that I had committed a crime. 
Eso, es, eso fuera lo, lo último que tú ahora, con la edad que tienes, Mario, I was 21. Right. Um, con la edad que tú tienes, si que ya te, te estás en graduar, tú te vayas a meter a actuar a teatro. And I'm like, it's just an elected people. Like, I'm just doing this for six months. Right. So my last year at FIU, the reason I'm saying this, is I took only electives. I took mm -hmm. theater. Um, the only other elective I had taken during college, which actually was the... Actually, no, it was the only elective I took during college was photography. Remember, oh, that's right. Really yes, 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 yes. Um, but in my last two years, I took up mostly like history classes and philosophy classes, you know, which I find As one fun. does. As one does, you know, lots of fun reading about Stalin's purges. Anyway, um, <laughs> those wacky purges. So the reason I mention all that is because. Um, I remember when I took philosophy and we had to study the forms of Plato, mm -hmm. right? I mean, this was like really deep philosophical right, conversation. Right, right. My, like, I remember classmates being like, I don't understand shit. I don't understand shit. What the hell is a form? Like the forms of Plato, right? right? And, I, and I just find interesting because I don't think you're like this, but there's a, like the way that I approach that type of stuff mm -hmm. is that I know that I don't know it right so I'm here to learn I'm here to learn it and I but I'm here to learn it but I know that I'm not gonna get it all right I'm taking one class right? because there's certain classes that you would take in college right. that you're like okay I'm gonna master this shit right contract law I got you babe you know <laughs> pro, you know property law I'm gonna learn the rule against perpetuities if it kills me you know right. um, or like it, when you would take math it's it's very like tactical I remember tactical. When, I, when I was like taking statistics I'm like I fucking hate this but I'm gonna learn this right. I'm gonna learn regression in statistics but there's certain classes like a philosophy class or something like that, that it's like I understand this goes way above me. It takes years of... And I just want to get like a general understanding. Right, right. And it's okay if I don't get 80% of it. If I walk away here understanding 20%, I'm good. You're a, it's a win. I know more than when I came in, right? And enough to pass the test. Right? That's most important. But I, but I remember there would be people that just like, they couldn't even... They couldn't even begin to think about it. And it, I've always thought that that's interesting because it's like... There's a certain amount, I, I guess the word is freedom, of when you give up that resistance, mm -hmm. that it's like, okay, I don't understand this. This is probably more intellectually that I can handle, but I'm going to sit back, let it go, and just see what I absorb. Yeah. I think I think it takes a certain a certain person to, to be able to do that. I think there, there you know... There are, and it's funny because I, I think to a degree you and I can be type A for certain things, but a person who needs to walk in the door, getting an A, no pun intended, in a class, you're not you're not there to learn. Yeah, I only, I, I've only done that with one class in my life, and that was in law school when I took tax law. I'm like, I am getting a C. I don't care to have an A. I, you know, it'll be my only C. I just need a C. You just need to pass it. I just need to pass it. You need to pass it. Because I am, no, I hate tax. And I hate taxes and I hate especially tax law. law. So it's like, I'm not going to learn this code. I'm just going to learn enough to pass it. I don't want an A. I don't want a B. I want a solid C. I am good being average. If I get a C plus, I'll be happy. I, I no, and I got a C. It's oh. the only one I had. And I was like, party. Done with it. I never have to take it again. True. Done. Goal accomplished. Done. But um. But yeah, like Plato's forms, and a winter. So 
speaking of education. I thought you were going to say speaking of Anna Wintour. So there's actually something that I wanted to bring up. Okay. Uh, this is very on brand for us. So <laughs> I expect nothing less. There is... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There is, so there's an account that I follow, or I don't know if I follow or we follow, but let me tell you. Um, of someone that posted uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I had been wanting to bring it up. And now that we're all relaxed from the cruise, it's the perfect time. What to bring it up? Yeah, why not? Well, I was gonna... we're probably still in food coma. I look out. You know, it's so funny. Like when you're like on vacation, but I where did he go? When you're on vacation and you're having a good time. And you're there, and you're all free. And then when you're back at work, you're like, oh, I'm here again. No. Worse than that is the week before you go on vacation. Why? Because all you can think of is the vacation. No, but I like the week before because you have that anticipation. You know? Ay, pero todo te cae encima. Like, the week before, all the people who need something from you come out of the woodwork. That's true. But anyway, so what? where I'm going with this is... So there's an Instagram account that we follow that... Um, the guy posted uh, a few weeks ago a book called Who Was Fidel Castro? And okay. it's sort of a children's book. Oh, and, like the okay, like those, like, Who Was Celia Cruz? Right, who Was Dolly right, Parton? Right. Okay. So I looked a little bit into it. Okay. And, and actually, just to what you were saying. So it's a, so it's called the Who Was series. Right. And it's a, it's a series of books yeah, yeah. to teach children about certain... About historical fi- figures. Figures, right? Mm-hmm. So they have like, who was Frida Kahlo? I think Harriet Tubman. Was, yes, who was... Um, a, I'm, I'm looking through some of them. Like George what Washington. Is, what is Na- right. NASA? Uh, who was Ida B. Wells? Who was Jane Austen? Who was... Um, who, what are castles and knights? See, and, it's a very vast catalog, right? In and terms on of, and on and right. on, and it's a fun way for it's kids educational to do that. And there is a who was Fidel Castro? I did not know that existed. Oh yes. So I have not read the book, so I'm only going to judge this book by its cover. Oh, that's very dangerous. So the front of the book, it's a picture of Fidel Castro. Okay, well, it like doesn't, it, 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 but it doesn't try to cutify him. And in the back. Oh, you're going to change that tune very quickly. In the back of the book, it says, Who was Fidel Castro? Okay. And we have some bullet points. Okay. First bullet point. A boy who loved sports, especially baseball. 
Second bullet point, a lawyer for the poor. Third bullet point, the leader of a revolution in Cuba. And fourth bullet point, all of the above. And then all of the above is marked. So yes, that is what this book says. A boy who loves sports, especially baseball. A lawyer for the poor. And the leader of a revolution in Cuba. How do you like them apples? I I, I have to. And again, I, we have not read the, bo- the we book. We have not read inside, the book, right? But based on the back cover, which usually gives you an idea. Right. Uh, also, this idea. is also being a children's book. I can't imagine that it you know it ends with you know and he executed his opposition. Uh, you know, I can't imagine that's necessarily right. in there. Okay. Um, with that said, the middle one, lawyer for the poor. I am not familiar with that as being part of the story. I'm not familiar with that. I can't speak on his legal because career. Because the other two, the other two, well, no, okay, he was a boy who loved baseball. Well, no, he was a okay, boy who loved I baseball. I can't Fine. speak on, on his legal career. But he, I know he studied but law here, right? Here's in the my US. question to you Would they have a book that said, Who was Adolf Hitler? An artist. <laughs> uh, uh, an artist. An Austrian, right, you know, right? A lover of humanities, right? You know, as in art, right? Pioneer of eugenics, right? I mean, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Right. Would they have one that says, "Who is you know Joseph Stalin?" <laughs> a boy who loved pasta. A boy, you know, because <laughs> Joseph Stalin loved dogs. A dog lover. A dog lover, right? Know? And <laughs> I mean, are you give, giving me a, a freaking? Are you, uh, like, what? like like what? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm. So, I think I'm still taking it in. I think that's why I haven't been able to formulate a real response. <sighs> that's one of those instances where I just, you know, I just think. No. How many times do we have to explain this? Like again, it's I just where, think it's no. Where kids. the frustration no. comes? Like, like how here's, here's many the times do you have to explain this? Here's the like, thing. How many times? Here's the thing. I actually would be curious if they have done one of who was Hitler, um, because I would like to. I would like to see how again without having the book in front of us. I I can okay. No 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 I no no no. no but I'm saying. Assure, but but but, wait, but wait, I want to see wait, because again. No, no, wait wait wait. Here's, here's I can almost from. assure you there isn't one on Hitler. Okay, but here's where I'm coming from. Understanding that these are children, you know, books aimed at children, right? So the, uh, off the off the bat, there has to be a certain level of, of writing but with that said i think that there has to be a certain point where you have to look at the subject of the book and say maybe we don't do this one uh yeah right like let's let's take all of our personal feelings about this out of the equation right there has to come a point where you say well there was in the series of books i'm looking it up there was one that says what was the holocaust right but look at look at the, the perspective Right, they're focusing rightfully on you know on the victims. What was Pearl Harbor? What was the turning point in the Civil War? What was D Day? What was the Hindenburg? Oh, oh my. that didn't end well. Not for anyone involved. What was Hurricane Katri- Katrina? Okay, this is taking a downside. <laughs> like they're not afraid to handle oh, the, no, the top. Oh no! And look at the graphic. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it's kind of horrible. Okay, these books are messed up. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm like looking at, at this now. You're deep diving. These books are messed up. What was the Vietnam War? The first of all, the the picture they have What is the age group for these? Because I, I know it's for younger children. I just don't know. 
I'm thinking it's what was is the it, San Francisco earthquake? I'm thinking it's uh, the first is, of is all, it grade school kids. The, the so for example, the the one what was Hurricane Katrina? They have, you know, a black man and his daughter on top of a roof waiting for a helicopter. It's like a cage basket. Yes, in a cage basket while they're flooded. Like that's almost mocking, you know. What yeah, those people went through. Like, this is messed up. Again, what is the age group that they're targeting here? Because these are these aren't preschool age, because I feel like these are written a little little you know, up. But no, this is certainly not like grade but definitely grade school. This is grade elementary school age. grade school. Yes. Grade school, middle school. So No, I think that's too young for middle school. Okay, let's say ten years old. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's 10 years old or this is done for 18-year-olds. The point is, you know, we can't speak to all these books, but we certainly can speak to the one of Fidel Castro. <laughs> Fair enough. Right? We certainly can speak to that. And if and again, I am judging this book by its cover. So again, let me say it again. I am judging this book by its cover. I have not read the book. It's but interesting that they didn't go the route of what was the Cuban Revolution, but rather who was Fidel Castro. But that's why I'm telling you, it's this mental orgasm that people have with freaking Fidel Castro and, you know, this iconography, the, the, right, that he is and with Che Guevara and they don't know shit and they don't know shit because, you know, as we always say to a Cuban and a Cuban American, Fidel Castro is like Hitler. Like right, the, right, right. It, it is like Hitler. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You the Che Guevara shirt would be like. We're, we're right. not comparing one tragedy to another because there's nothing that I hate more than when people this was compare worse than tragedies. This. Right. Oh my 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 peril was worse than yours. No, they're all they all fucking suck. Right, right. You know, in in different ways. Let, and, but let's treat and, them with the same respect. And some of them are much worse in terms of casualties than others. Right, but right. these are all terrible people, right. right? And and he was a baseball player, and he was. Have you ever seen the Motorcycle Diaries? No, because I don't want to get upset. When you watch the Motorcycle Diaries... There are certain movies that I purposely avoid like that because I'm like, I, I, A, I can't sit through this romanticismo of, of this topic, but B, I'm also not going to give my money right. to that the, romanticismo. The thing, and, and again, we're chatting about something we've chatted on many times on this show. So well, but we, not, we need to keep ringing this bell. Right. Uh, well, clearly. Clearly. Clearly, yeah. we need to be ringing this bell. Because the thing with Che Guevara is that the murders that Che Guevara did are not undisputed. No, no. He, like, he owned is, up to it. It, it is. No. Yeah. Like, if you do a simple Wikipedia entry. It's there. Right. And nobody's nobody's denying it. Right. This is not like, well, but no, he didn't really do right. it. Or, Rumors. Well, no, he was doing it because he was like, you know, like people like somebody like Pinochet, you know, who practically did genocide, but people are like, no, but he stopped communism, you know? Right. It's like, okay, it's great that he stopped communism, but did, uh, what did, cost? did he really have to come in? You right. know, like that argument, right? right? No, like with Che, it's like, people know that he had thousands of people executed. Like, yeah. this is not up for debate. Right. And yet, here we are. Yeah. Here we are, and it's so just... Frustrating, humorous, ironic that his shirt, which is so popular, is one of the biggest 
forms of consumer consumerism yeah. and capitalism as everything he was against. And it's like the most ironic thing in the world, and people don't get that because of them. We talked about that. that Americans <laughs> well, don't get irony. irony yeah. um, but I mean, I've told you the story that when I was in Michigan yes. in law school, I I didn't study in the law library. I studied in the regular library. Um, I didn't like to hang out with those law students. Um, there was, a, you know, I was in the library, you know, like, I don't know, 28 hours a day. Uh, so after a while, you became very familiar with your surroundings and the people right. around It was you. the same people. It was, yeah. it, it was the same yeah. people. Oh, hi. I see you having breakfast. I see you snacking. I see you having lunch. I'm sure that you didn't even know their names, but it was like, that's... You know, cream cheese on a bagel that's oh, only we, has coffee. My study partner and I would make names for all That's of what I'm saying, yeah. There was this girl we used to call Callista. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you look like Callista. I was, I'm sure that. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. But anyway, um, and I remember that, that there was this guy that he was like in a, the table across from me for whatever. We had made eye contact throughout the day and whatever. And I think there was even a time that he went to have lunch. He's like, hey, dude, can you like. Take a look at right, me. Right, right. Make sure nobody steals my anything. My laptop yeah. was there, you know, whatever. I'm sure, whatever. And he had a, a, a Che Guevara shirt. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, him and I had already broken bread. So <laughs> so I was like, hey, I, I, I noticed you have a Che Guevara shirt. I'm just curious. I didn't tell him I was Cuban. I right, right, I was right, right. I'm just curious. Like, why do you wear his shirt? Like, what does he represent right. to you? And he's like, oh, man. You know, he was like anti-establishment. And he, you know, was like for the little guy and like against you know see like the party line the corporate money and you mm-hmm. know and all that stuff you know yeah yeah he stuck it to people you know anti-establishment i go oh, okay I'm like you know there's a lot more to him than that um and there's a lot of people i, I didn't put myself in the equation mm-hmm. i was like there's a lot of people that think he was actually a pretty awful person you might want to look that up and he was like cool about it he was like okay but i give that example as somebody who was in college Right. So it's not like he was with Yame, you know what I mean? He was somewhat, somewhat intelligent. He got as far as college. He got as far as college, right? And he was so misinformed or so uninformed, right? Of who this person was. And he 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 took the party line. He 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 memorized the pamphlet, right? And you know, to have a book about who was Fidel Castro, and say that oh he was a baseball player. As right. a boy, he right, was right. he loved sports, especially baseball. He was a lawyer for the poor. I would be interested to see what's inside that book. And again, it's the story we have to keep telling people. We should look for it the next time we're like at a Barnes and Noble or Books and Books. It's a story we still have to keep people because apparently, when it comes down to our lived experience and the lived experience and trauma of our people and our relatives, people choose not to believe it. Yeah, but man, you could ride a fifty-five Chevy. Wow, I mean, in Havana, yes. Before, while having be, your mojito before it's ruined, before it's ruined, yes, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like you know, whoever wrote that, shame on you. And I'm going to tell you why, shame on you. Because if you're writing a, a children's book, mm-hmm. I would believe that it's apolitical. I would hope. I would hope that it's apolitical. Right? It's historical, right? That right. it's historical, right? Right. And there is no way. That if you're going to be apolitical about Fidel Castro, even if you don't come into it with the bias that we have. Correct. Right? That you can make, even if it's a short children's biography on Fidel Castro, without talking about the Cuban Revolution and what happened in the Cuban Revolution. You can't, well, actually, no, you can't 
you can't wash that out. You can um, whitewash well, that. I but, mean, but to what degree? Right. So if if but that's why I say that then if you if you whitewash that, then you're coming from it with a political angle, right? Right, with right. an agenda. Right, right, right. Because if you're coming solely from a historical one... This is what happened. Boom. This is what happened. Right. Even if you say, well, but he was a... You know, how, the wonderful healthcare of Cuba. Right, right, right. Everybody the, can read. And everybody can read. And the literacy rates. Right, you know, right. The literacy right. rate. That's, everybody, yeah, yeah. Can, everybody can read. They right. can't go to a bookstore to buy books. But they, but can, they read. can read. They can read. They can read. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> There it's isn't great. a Barnes and Noble in Cuba, but know? they can read. But they can read. They can read. They can read El Gramma, right? Which is La the, propaganda, right. which is the only newspaper in Cuba that is run and written by the state. Right. It's a state-run because there's no freedom of press, so that they can read. Right. Um, so that's why I say that even if she were uh, the author, because I looked up the author, even if she were to present the book in an apolitical way, because it's from a child, if you don't talk about that. Which is a fact. It's not. It's not something right. that is argued. It is a fact. Right. If you don't talk about it's a lie what by omission to Cuba, then you are omitting a large part of the truth, and in essence, you are being political about it. Yeah, you're taking sides by omission, like right? Because I'm not Chinese, but if I were to write a book about society in China, right. Yes, I could talk about the um, Great Wall of China. I could talk about their culture. I could talk about, you know, uh, the beautiful city of Shanghai and the skyscrapers right, right. and all that. The technology of the Three Gorges Dam, uh, Three Gorges Dam, um, their cuisine and all that. But if I leave out, you know... Tiananmen Square. Right. If I leave <laughs> that out and I don't talk about how the Communist Party in, in, Mao in and, China, right. you know, you can't even use Google... Right then, what, then I'm not what have telling I the whole story, right. and I'm not telling the truth of the government, and in essence, it's become political. By not for me not wanting to be make it political, it's political, right? Right. Because I'm leaving out, I'm purposely omitting a very the, large the, part of right. it. Right. The the, so. the 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 ugly parts. <sighs> Whatever. I <laughs> uh, well, you know, after that, you must feel very thirsty. I can only imagine because I feel like anytime we go we go on a Fidel Castro, you know, rant, uh, there's nowhere to go but thirst. I wonder what those people that got in my car last week who thought I was an Uber. I wonder where they ended up. That would be great. <laughs> oh, it would be great if I came across them again. <laughs> well, you probably will because if they go to the a doctor in your building, you probably will. That is true. That is very you're gonna true. you're eventually gonna run. <clears throat> so yes I am thirsty soda time. All right, you well, go first. Me go first. All right. So I'm gonna give my last soda actually to it's it's a very random last soda. So a couple weeks back I was at uh, I I have been having craving forever for sandwich, uh-huh. and so I placed the order online because I was like yeah, I never have parking there so I just placed it online so I could go and park and get it and go and whatever. So as I'm walking to the window to pick up my order. Excuse me. I see that there's a guy standing outside. Maybe he was in his mid to late twenties, and on his on his calf he has a tattoo. But the tattoo was basically El Escudo of Miami Dade County. 
Okay. Like, you know, the big, the, the, that's behind like the school board meetings and all that stuff. <laughs> I like that that's what you went with, like the school board meetings. <laughs> well, that's where they always are. So whatever, I get my order and I, you know, and I turn to the guy and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I, I noticed that you have, you know, the, 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 the shield of Miami-Dade County, you know, on, on your leg and as a tattoo. I was like, you know. What, can I ask? You know, what prompted you to get that? And I'm and I'm one of those people who like, for better or for worse, I always ask people. You know, when I see a tattoo, if it's something different, or you know, oh, what is that? Oh, what what is it have a meaning? Why did you get it? How long have you had it? You know, I always want to know the story of the tattoo. Of I feel many times people who have tattoos want to tell yeah. you the reason, right? Like you know, like when people see my Nightwing tattoo, they're like, what is that? And I go into the whole spiel and I tell them about the one on my back, whatever. This guy, without missing a beat, I was like, oh, you know, what What prompted you? And he just looked at me like I had asked him the dumbest question. And his answer was, well, because, I mean, like, I was born in Miami. So, like, I've been here my whole life. Okay. And I literally just was like, you know what? That's a great reason. And I just turned around and I left. So, you know what? I'm giving my soda to the guy who felt I've lived here my whole life. I need to represent Miami. Let me get the freaking shield of Miami-Dade County well, on my actually, calf. Actually, that is a that's a very specific thing to get well, because well, most people would do like a three hundred five. Well, yes, but here's the thing. So I give them credit. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. It, I had never seen it. Before. Well, well, not necessarily in terms of Miami, but for example, uh, people that are from Chicago, mm-hmm. a very common tattoo from people that are from Chicago is the Chicagoan flag. That okay. Is four stars. Okay. Right. Can you name me what the stars are for? The the cities. No, the lakes. The Chicago Fire, the World uh, Columbian Exposition of eighteen ninety three, the Century of Progress. Is it from the nineteen thirties? And there's a fourth one. There's a fourth. The fourth one. What does it mean? I'm not sure what the fourth one means. I forgot. But I don't but I know three out of the four. But that's a More very common. That's a very common. I had never seen Chicago. that before. Uh, so, I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, it's not as common here, but it makes total sense. So. I just thought it was great. No, yeah, it's great. I thought it was great it's that, great. like, cause I, I expected some type of story of, like, you know, oh, because my father was in government, or I don't know. I expected something more than just like. Because I'm from Miami and I've lived here my whole life and I got the tattoo. And I was like, you know what? That's great. That's just great. I love it. I love that that was the answer. It's funny. Succinct. Um, when we had our last pop-up, which by the way. <laughs> yes. Great segue. <laughs> pop-up tomorrow. Yes. The 23rd at Jay Wakefield. Um, we're going to tell people 7 o'clock because even if we get there a little earlier, it's going to take us a while to get things going. So, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, guys. Yeah. When when the chicken is fried, it's fried. It's fried. And we have a new flavor, by the way. We do. We have what we're calling el santero. Yeah, because it is a religious experience. That's what we're calling our new winger sandwich, which new is a uh, a sauce I created, mm-hmm. and it's a traditional white Alabama barbecue sauce. So, um, not some of you may have had the white like white Alabama style barbecue sauce. Some of you may have not. Um, People that have had this type of sauce before absolutely love it. Uh, so I'm trying to kind of like make my own little mark with it. It's sort of like a tangy sauce, uh, but it goes great with fried chicken. And I have to tell you that I did some taste testings and some taste runs. And people were like, 
mind blown. So listen, hoping, if we made trivia happen, we can make the Alabama we're sauce happen. You enjoy it. So and that is tomorrow. So please, please, please join us. Yes, um, at our Jay Wakefield. Um, but yeah, actually, the reason I bring up Jay Wakefield is because when we had our last pop up there last month, uh, I don't know if you saw me. There was a guy I went to and started talking to him because I noticed he had an XO tattoo. And XO no, is is the weekend. Oh, Able. okay. Abel's symbol is XO. Okay. Like in a certain font. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> um, it's Gossip XO. Girl. Right. And I noticed it on on his calf as well. Oh. And I'm like, hey, dude, are you a fan of Abel? Because you know, fans mm-hmm. of the weekend call it. Don't call him the weekend. Call him Abel. Okay. And at first, he didn't get it, which I was like, eh, strike one. So he's not a fan. But he has a tattoo of him. <laughs> right, 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 right. Pretty big. Right. <laughs> It, it took his whole calf. Okay. It, I noticed it. That's how... Right, right, right. From I, afar. He was like where you know where the dumpster is? Yeah, 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 And we were where we were. And I noticed it from there. Okay. So it's, so, a, it's a night, yeah. Right. So I went over to him and um, and I'm like, he didn't get it. I'm like, the weekend. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, are you going to the concert? Right. Right, which is August 6th. Still. Oh, no, man. I'm not going to the concert. Strike two. Because right. like this is like the one of the weekends. This is like his first stadium this tour. This big tour, yeah. And if you have a tattoo on your I body. I would think. I would think. And I'm like, oh, what do you think of the new album? Oh, I haven't heard it. Strike three. So I'm like, okay. So what is so, the yeah, tattoo? I asked him. I'm like, okay, but you have a huge tattoo of him. So right. are you a fan of his? Yeah, bro. Because the so the, the weekend when he first came out, he, he wasn't. I don't know if you know on how the weekend came out. The weekend for about the first two two and a half years, mm-hmm. nobody knew what he looked like. He released mixtapes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he released mixtapes. Nobody knew what he looked about. Nobody knew anything about him. He just released mixtapes, and obviously that's how he gained right. popularity. And people started to know what he was looking look like because he would have live shows, <laughs> right? Start to perform, right? At, at gigs and stuff like that. But in terms of like, he didn't do music videos. He didn't do interviews. He okay. still doesn't do interviews. Really? Have you ever seen The Weeknd on a talk show? I can't say I've been looking for it. Right, but have you, have you ever? No, but again, I haven't like really he's thought about it. Like, you know, he gave a press conference when he did the Super Bowl and things like that. Right. But he doesn't generally do interviews. Um, but anyway, a, so a lot of people didn't know what he looked like. So he was like, oh, no, bro. I He had three mixtapes mm-hmm. that... Whatever, long story short. He had three mixtapes that eventually they were combined together to make his first album called Trilogy. Okay. And he's like, no, bro, like his first mixtapes, I really, I was really down with it. You know, I love the guy and I put a, I did a tattoo. And I'm like, you got a tattoo of someone because you liked two songs on their mixtape? I mean, because a tattoo is a commitment. <laughs> yes, it is. Hence why I've never actually even gotten one, right? <laughs> and I've been saying for about 50 years that I want one, right? right? And I'm like, I... I didn't. Th- I don't think you thought that out. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're probably somebody who doesn't make good choices. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, I love Abel, but I'm not gonna put on a. Or maybe I would, but I really, really like. But, him. Right. But if you right, if you did right, I really like him and I love his music and I know everything about him. Right. But I'm not gonna do that. Like, I don't know who's who's out now that only has a few songs. Like, it's a couple guys. I'm not gonna do it for Dua Lipa. Well, not even Dua Lipa. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm tattooing my body with Olivia Rodrigo. Like. <laughs> Well, for, I'm not. But <laughs> right, know. but I hear what you're saying. Right, like after two songs, I'm I'm in. Right. Yes. Yeah, so right. You know, and especially like his mixtapes. Like he wasn't even signed. Like <laughs> well, but that's a true fan, maybe. 
if it, if he right, if he like more if he like more than two songs. Right, but you don't know where that's going. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and, and he didn't do it in retrospect. Yeah. He did it at the time of. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, well, actually, you know what I was about to say. Are there any Americans out there with Rita Ora tattoos? You know, because we tried to make Rita Ora have happen. No, you know? I don't think anybody has a. Re- I don't even think Rita Ora has a Rita Ora tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Rita Ora, the the greatest thing. Rita Ora is the definition of fetch. That is what fetch means. We just yes. fetch a definition. Fetch. Look it up. It's got a picture of Rita Ora. Yeah. Porque mira that they tried to make that girl happen. Oh yeah, her publicist earned every coin. Yeah, no, her publicist deserves to be like Canada. It's like <laughs> they should get one of the presidential medals of valor. Because I mean, nada. Nope. Pero you know, a for trying. She's the definition of a for effort. A for effort. Uh, but one of your last soda. My last soda. Because you've given your, you know, we talked about all the all the tattoos in the world. Everybody's got a tattoo, and honestly, for a minute there, I was like, "Wait, is he giving the the, the weekend tattoo guy the last soda?" Oh, I was a little confused. No, 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 no. So actually, no, my last soda is short and sweet. This is actually something that came out not this week, last week, but she's just good energy. And I, you know, last week I gave my soda to the girl on the farm. Um, did you see two weeks ago Shirley Ralph's <gasps> video that went viral? Yeah, nomination. Okay, you know we love us some Shirley Ralph. I'm giving her the last soda. I'm you know so what? happy Shirley for her. Ralph is one of these people that has been in about five billion things. Yes, and she's been around for what like 40, 50 years easily. And I think she's underappreciated. She's underrated. Not by us. Not by us, but she's underappreciated because she's one of these people that like. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I, you know where I know her from originally, right? It's a living. It's a living. Yeah. And then of course she was Moisha's mom. Right. 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 And then she's done a lot of like. Well, she was in the I believe one of, if not the original production of Dreamgirls, but you know, see, that's not where I know her from because no, not no, no. But but that's but she was one of the the original right. cast. She was Ginger on It's a Living. Yes, she was. Which was the first time. I ever heard ease on down, ease on down the road because <laughs> I didn't grow up watching The Wiz, right? So, um, man, that was a great show. It's a living. I'm telling you, we should still work on our reboot. So, um, so you know, a soda for her because she has an Emmy yeah. nomination and she had never been nominated for one. No, and and I love her. She's just again. I love her really good energy. If you don't know who Shirley Ralph is, look it up. That's part of the problem. You should, yeah, because she's been in a lot of things, like a lot of things. I love her song in the evening. Do you know that song? No. (gasps) Okay, we're gonna after we're done here, we're gonna play. It's like a like a late discos, early eighties kind of song, but it's like oh my god, so good. It's like in the evening, the real me comes alive. It's so good. (laughs) So good. So, you know, a soda for her. Damn right. A soda for her and a soda for the Miami tattoo guy. Yes. <laughs> but not a soda for the guy who got the... <laughs> not, the not the weekend tattoo guy. So, no. anyway, well, everybody, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And as always, remember to grab your patelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us. That was episode 213. Yes, it was. And remember, join us tomorrow at Wake, uh, Jay Wakefield in Wynwood. Yes. See you there. All right, mi gente. Bye-bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 